This isn't your average coaching podcast, and he's not your average coach. This is the Zachariah John Show, brought to you by Limitless Performance Management. Today on the Zachariah John Show. Last time, we discussed one of the dumbest phrases in human history. That's the way we've always done things. Well, today I'm turning that on its head. Today I want to discuss one of the most powerful questions you can ask of yourself and other people important in your life. This question gives you clarity, it gives you power, it gives you focus. And yet, bizarrely, we are never taught this growing up. I think this could be a game changer if you ask yourself this question every single day. Let me know what you think. I think it's a game changer. I think it could improve your life forever. Okay, hello and welcome back to episode two of the Zachariah John Show with me, Zach. And you may recall last time on the first episode, thanks so much for joining me for that one. We were discussing what I felt was one of the dumbest phrases in human history, um, in the universe, namely, this is the way we've always done things. Today, I want to talk about the complete reverse of that. Um, I want to talk about complete reverse of that. And the reverse phrase, one of the most powerful phrases, which has served me so well, which I think so many people do not ask themselves. And I think it's really, really, really a game changer. And that phrase is, what do I really, really want? Number one, there's two parts, two, three parts of this. What am I prepared to do to get what I really want? And how do I make it happen? So again, one of the most powerful phrases on the planet that everyone, every single one of us needs to, deserves to, is entitled to, has to ask, what do I, what do you, you really want? What do I really want? What am I prepared to do to make that happen? And how do I make it happen? Now, too many people, too many people, most people, there's seven billion of us on this planet, most people, are there 7 billion? Yeah, whatever it is, whatever it is. Most people don't ask that question. Most of us spend our life with our ladder against someone else's wall, following someone else's advice, social media, well-intentioned parents, our teachers, our employers, our friends, social pressure, peer pressure, doing what we think we should be doing. Um, And I'm as guilty of this as anyone. Throughout my childhood, I was a, a pleaser. I was spent my most of my childhood seeking approval, which was, by the way, never good enough. But I was always seeking approval, seeking to be liked, seeking to do what would make other people smile, what would make other people happy. I would probably be guilty of that, of that most of my life, twenties, um, thirties, doing stuff that I thought would um, make me look better in other people's eyes, would elevate my status, but again, get me approval whether it was me trying to um, impress friends or impress um, acquaintances or family through material acquisitions, through buying stuff I didn't need, through wearing things that didn't suit me, through going for jobs that weren't really me, through um, working for bosses that sometimes who were toxic, who didn't appreciate what I was doing. Um, I'm guilty of that big time, big time. And I think it's only now in the last two, three years that I realized that that is not serving me. So I decided to jettison all that. Um, I didn't want to do things that um, didn't make me happy, that weren't serving me, that weren't bringing me to a better place. Um, whether that's career, whether that was relationships, 
where there was friendships. I had to ditch quite a few friends. Um, and I kind of had to become artist uh, on my own canvas. Uh, the question being, you know, what do I really, really want? What's really going to fulfill me and serve me and bring me to a better place and equip me to enjoy life? Um, I found I was bullshitting myself, to be honest. I was lying to myself um, on this treadmill, this hamster wheel, running enthusiastically in the wrong direction. There's a great phrase, you know, don't run enthusiastically in the wrong direction. You can't go chasing sunsets, um, running east. Uh, it's just, I just spent so long, wasted so much time trying to do things that um, I thought would make me happy. I thought would make me fulfilled. I thought would get me to a better place. Um, no, most of it was BS, bullshit. Um, I always liked traveling. I loved air travel. And one of my biggest dreams growing up um, You'd board the aircraft and you'd look, you'd, you'd look, um, you'd look left to see how, how, how the first class and business class cabins would be. And then uh, inevitably you turn right and head down the aisle to your seat at the back. And it was always my dream to be sitting up front on that aircraft. Um, and luckily enough, by the time I was 45, I was traveling up front of the aircraft, um, firstly for work. And then again, I was lucky enough to be able to pay for it myself. Um, I went to Hong Kong three Christmases ago, and I was lucky enough to be in first class, um, being to Bali um, at the front of the plane. But here's the thing. It wasn't quite what I thought it would be. I know that sounds really, really stupid and really disrespectful. Believe me, I'm grateful for it. It was a huge opportunity, a huge privilege. I realize there's lots of people who won't be able to do that. I fully get that. I was really, really lucky. I worked for it, but I was lucky. It was a privilege. But... I thought somehow if you were flying at that end of the plane, life would be like, you know, so much easier. Um, people will be waiting on you um, and they'd be in awe of you and you'd have their respect and somehow you'd be above everyone else. What a load of crap that was. No way. You still, if you know, when you're in that part of the aircraft, you still have problems. Life is still tough. There's still struggles. There's still problems. There's still issues to deal with. There's still family issues. There's conflict. Um, I thought if you got there, um, somehow life would be easier. And it's different, but there's still challenges. There's still problems. There's still worries. I still worry every day getting up. I still have issues to deal with. I still have to make sure that I have customers coming in and clients coming in. So it wasn't what I thought. You know, did you ever have that when you were growing up, that you had this dream that somehow if you got something, whether it's a job or a title or a relationship or this car or this object, that somehow you feel great afterwards. I did that loads of times, loads of times, loads of times. But every time that euphoria would last maybe a few days, a week. And sometimes you'd get there and you think, is that it? Is that what I was hoping would happen? Is that the promised feeling that I thought I'd get and I didn't get? Most of the time when I got what I thought I wanted, that would make me happy, didn't make me happy. It just ticked a box. Whether it's, again, like flying in front of the plane, whether it was having a brand new um, Mercedes, which I bought, um, I thought it would make me happy. And do you know what? Sometimes it actually gave you more anxiety, more stress. You had something else to worry about. I wanted to be a business executive. I wanted to be a leader in aviation. I wanted to be a pilot at one stage. Um, but I know a lot of pilots now who aren't that in that greater place mentally or emotionally or physically um 
living out of a suitcase isn't great. I used to think international jet set lifestyle, oh, it'd be great to be checking into all these swanky hotels. They can't stand it now. It's horrible. They'd rather be at home with family, settled, getting up at four in the morning to report for duty, ending up at home at um, 11 o'clock at night after a long day flying. I thought it'd be great. It's not, it's not all it's cracked up to be. I thought, um, I thought being a business executive, I had my own business at 23. I thought that'd be great. I thought, you know, I'd be, um, I'd have respect and, you know, women will be falling over me and, you know, throwing petals in front of me and I'd be oozing success and class. I'd be something out of a Lynx advert. No, all that happened was I traded my, that set of problems for that set of problems and stress went through the roof. Um, to the extent that I lost several businesses and I was a millionaire twice and I screwed it up twice. I was too cocky, too arrogant, too stupid, too much success too soon. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't, I wasn't grateful for it. I thought it was a sense of entitlement and I took my, uh, my um, foot off the pedal. So I lost it twice. So I traded again, simple life, simple problems for what I thought was a glamorous life. It wasn't loads of problems. So again, I'm going to stress to you, what do you really want? What do I really want? And that's a conversation I've been having with myself over the last, I guess I've been asking myself that question for a long time. It's been an ongoing process, but I see the answers have only just started coming out recently. Um, perhaps through COVID, perhaps COVID has allowed me time to reflect, become aware and allow those, um, those flowers to blossom. And perhaps, you know, you take away weeds and you realize Listen to yourself, listen to your stomach, listen to your heart, listen to your soul. And what I realized was what I used to, I thought back about childhood. What did I really love doing? What would I do today if money was no object? If money was off the table, if I didn't have to worry, you know, you can only play golf and travel for so long. You have to do something. You have to find a vocation. You have to do something you love that brings your heart to life. And I thought, so what did I love doing as a child when money wasn't an issue? And I used to love writing. And I used to love making videos. I'd spend ages making videos. I'd get friends together. We'd produce things, little sketches, little plays, little dramas. I used to make uh, this satire called Murder, She Word Processed, which was based on Murder, She Wrote. It was just a piss take on that. And I'd make documentaries about, you know, pretend cops going out, you know, crime busting. And I'd have a, you know, documentary camera in my car. We'd go looking for um, criminals. I used to love doing that. I used to really enjoy the process of putting together a story and, putting it on video and playing it to anyone who'd watch it. Um, and I'd love writing. And I was lucky enough to have a really, really, really good English teacher, English language teacher in the school, um, Mr. Tracy, fair play to you, who used to really, really encourage me with writing. And he'd read my stories out in class and he'd pepper them up a bit, but it gave me so much confidence. Um, so I, I guess what it is, is I love the creative process. That's what I really, really, I love putting together things like this and stories and Visual stories, written stories, the written word. I'd love that. I'd love it. I just love the communication part of it. And then another thing I thought, what else did I love as a child? And I, the other thing I used to love as a child was I would race home from school. School finished 3 30. I'd be home by four. First thing I'd do, I'd put on Oprah. I know that sounds really weird. And it probably was really weird at that time. Um, but I used to love Oprah. I used to love trying to find out about human psychology. What drives us? What drives us? because I saw so many people unhappy and in a bad place. And I just was fascinated by Oprah. And it was Oprah who introduced Dr. Phil. So I became addicted to Oprah and Dr. Phil. And I was fascinated. It was, I couldn't get enough of it. It was just about finding out what makes this work, what makes this work. 
what drives human performance what drives human endeavor what causes us to be unhappy what causes misery and why are so many people unhappy um and to this day i am really really fascinated by what drives us what makes us really happy because one thing i've learned in the last 25 30 years is most people are unhappy most people are pissed off most people are searching most people are frustrated a lot of people are angry a lot of people think they're not in a good place and i don't think um taking medication is the answer i don't think most of society societies um so-called pillars have the answer i don't think our teachers have the answer i don't think our parents as well intentioned as they are have the answer they don't have the tools um and through a roller coaster of life um I've been divorced. I've had two businesses that have gone wrong, seriously wrong. I've been in a dark place with no one to turn to for help. Um when the business went down, the businesses went down, I was in debt big time. I used to dread the phone ringing. I used to dread the post coming because it would always be letters from the bank or phone calls from the bank, where's our money? Where's our money? When are you making the next payment? And it was horrible. It was horrible. But luckily I didn't turn to any medication. I just was very stressed out, really stressed out, really really stressed out, really lonely, didn't know where to turn, and it was a tough tough few years, tough, really really crap. Um but now looking back, all those dark times were a gift. I wouldn't have thought of them as a gift at the time. If you told me that at the time it's a gift, I would have slapped you in the face because because I, I was it was it was awful, it was horrible. It was horrible. But now I look back and I think, "Huh, okay. I got through that." how did i get through that and what i'm doing now is i'm seeing a lot of people in that same situation whether they're in their 20s 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s even in their 80s whether it's marriage relationships job career life tools to to deal with things um what they thought would bring them happiness is not bring them happiness so so that's when i started this thing lifetransformationblueprint.com lifetransformationblueprint.com that's my baby that's going to be me and the plan is that my mistakes for the last 20 30 years can be your opportunity they can be your shortcut you can learn from me because i've been through growing up with nothing in west london in a one room bedsit with we had nothing nothing everything was a hand me down for me um i used to go to a friend's house to use his computer we couldn't afford a computer i couldn't afford a, a printer um but i had my own business by 23 um and that didn't happen by chance that was that was a me learning taking shortcuts and asking the right questions so i want to share what i know with you now because i think my mistakes can be your opportunity they can be your shortcut i've run a 9 million euro business in ireland i've saved businesses in ireland i've had great jobs in ireland i've had great businesses in 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 london and i screwed them up but i learned from it and i came back fighting and i came back punching um that took me from 23 on 49 now a good 25 years and even before that i was you know i was working at the airport and i was doing things that you could not believe i'm going to broadcast those things in future episodes but i was doing stuff that oh my god you would think how the hell did he manage that but i did manage it um <clears throat> and it's all about giving yourself permission but anyway i'm going to talk about that later i want to share everything i know with you through these social media channels whether it's youtube facebook instagram linkedin or through this podcast so that's the plan um life transformation blueprint is going to be my vehicle to teach you all these things so if you like instagram if you like youtube if you like facebook if you like the podcast if you like linkedin follow me subscribe like it 
get on on board. We're going to do this together. I guarantee you every single social media episode that I put out is going to change your life profoundly. It's going to change your life profoundly. One degree at a time, one degree at a time, your life is going to change for the better. You're not going to recognize yourself. And this is stuff that the system doesn't teach you. Teachers don't teach you. Well-intentioned parents can't teach you. You won't hear this in most other places, but it's going to make sense. It's going to be game changers. It's going to be deal breakers. And you're going to think, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I working for a toxic boss? Why am I listening to society telling me what to do? Why is my well-intentioned friend guiding my career uh, when I know better? Um, so again, the point of this episode, and I want this is your homework for today. What do you really want? What do I really want? What do you really want? Really, really want? Not Instagram, not social media, not your friends, not your um, boss, not your partner, not your parents, not your kids. What do you really want? What floats your boat? What brings your heart to life? Think about it. You're not going to have the answer on day one. You're not going to have the answer on one, one week. It may take you years. It took me years. But you have to start the process. What do you really want? What brings your heart to life? Next question, what am I prepared to do about it? What am I prepared to make do to make it happen? Because it's not going to be easy. It's simple, but it's not going to be easy. Nothing in life is. You don't go to the gym and end up with a six-pack in, 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 in one week or one month. You have to do the work. You have to put in the reps. You have to do, do the, put in the reps, and you have to keep on putting in the reps. So start the conversation. What do you really, really want? What brings your heart to life? And think, what brought your heart to life as a child? Um, and let's start building on that because I think life is short. It passes quick. I'm 49. I've had some great memories, great stories, great successes. And I wouldn't be where I am today without having gone through them. So I don't um, regret them for a minute. They brought me to the place I am today. But today, I've given myself permission to be what I am, which is to do this create my own product, lifetransformationblueprint.com. Go there, register your email address. Um, I'm going to be giving people early bird discounts for the courses I published there. But this stuff here, this social media stuff is free. This stuff here is going to change your life regardless. So that's kind of for the next level. That's for people who want to go deeper and have more one-to-ones. That's fair enough. If you don't want that, that's great. But here, I am going to change your life for the better every single broadcast I do. It's going to be about you working on yourself um, without the need for any counselors or medication or careers advisors or anyone like that. It's just going to be us and you working on yourself. So today's question is this, what do you really want? What do I really want? What are you prepared to do to make it happen? And how do you make it happen? I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. You know, you hear that phrase, the rich always get richer and the poor always get poorer. That's a load of BS. That's crap. I'll tell you what the rich do that most other people don't do. They go to their accountant and this is the question that I ask my accountant or my tax consultant. I say to them only one question. What is in this year's tax code that I can take advantage of? What is in this year's tax code that I can legally take advantage of? You know why we have the budget every year? If you're in the UK, the Chancellor has a budget. If you're in Ireland, the finance minister has a budget every year. They use the tax code to create incentives for people, for certain people in business. That's all you've got to ask. I don't care if you're a waiter. I don't care if you're a cleaner. I don't care if you're a window cleaner. I don't care if you're a businessman or a pilot or um, a server in a, in a restaurant. I don't care if you're a business person. Go and speak to your find an accountant, make an appointment, go and ask them that question. If you're on PAYE or if you're a millionaire, go to an accountant, ask them that question. 
what is in this year's tax code that I can take advantage of. I guarantee you there will be something. There'll be some tax relief. There'll be something you can do to set up, um, whether you can set up as a, as a self-employed person or as a limited company, there will be something that you can do to improve your position. Today, you can do this today. Get, make an appointment with an accountant, tell them what your situation is, and ask them what's available in the tax code today that I can take advantage of. I guarantee you will be something. And that's how you start to improve your situation. I can guarantee that your teachers haven't told you this. I can guarantee parents haven't told you this. I can guarantee most of your friends haven't told you this. I'm telling you this. You can improve your situation tomorrow. You can improve your situation tomorrow. You can do things now which will improve your situation. And then over the coming weeks, months, years, we're going to start improving your situation little by little, one degree by one degree. So do that today. Ask yourself the question, what do I really want? What do I really want? Not social media, not parents, not friends, not loved ones. What do I really want? What am I prepared to do to make it happen? And how do I make it happen? And then next thing, make an appointment with an accountant. The first consultation is usually free. And go in and ask them that question. What's in the tax code that I can use this year to improve my position? And then we'll carry on working together. So whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, or you like this podcast, please like it. Please subscribe to it. You know where it is. Press the button. If you have a comment, good or bad, I have broad shoulders. Please leave a comment. If you have a question, leave a question. If you like this, share it with someone you care about. Because I think, um, especially now with pandemic, especially now with the recession that's coming, especially now with everything that's gone on in the last 18 months, I think a lot of people are in a bad place and the answers are not out there. I'm going to give you answers. They're not going to be all the answers, but they're going to be answers. They're going to be powerful answers because I think the way we've lived is not right. I think the way we need to live going forward is on your terms. And that's what we're going to be discussing every single week, at least once a week. I'm going to be giving you tidbits, nuggets that are going to change your life. So thanks for watching this episode. This is episode two. Like it, share it, and I will see you very, very soon.